from Los Angeles, California. This is the Rider Strike Chronicles podcast, and I'm Tanya Barnes. Hello, today is Saturday, December 15th, 2007, day 40 of the Rider Strike. In this episode, I show up to the picket lines for the Heroes cast at Universal Studios and meet with fans Monique Darling and her son Ronan. Then we'll talk to United Hollywood's Jeff Berman to find out how things went with the Pencils to Media Mogul campaign that took place earlier that day. Now, just a very important note before we begin. On the morning of December 11th, I released a Rider Strike Chronicles bonus podcast in support of the Pencils to Media Moguls campaign that Jeff was heading that morning. And in that episode, I said 5,000 pencils were going to be delivered to the studios. What I meant to say was 500,000. Yeah, my bad. That would have been pretty pathetic if United Hollywood's efforts to gain fan support would have only resulted in a mere few thousand pencils, as opposed to half a million. The truth is, I knew the correct number. My script shows me I did too. However, in my voiceover, I fucked up my line. Had this been an important breaking news story, This would have been perhaps a devastating mistake with far-reaching implications. And I think this is a good example of why citizen journalists should not be one's only source for news and information in a digital age. But then again, neither should mainstream media. Perhaps it's a balance of both. In my interview with Bill Froelich, I was concerned that untrained and wholly amateur citizen journalists would come up against issues of accuracy when reporting. However, one acquaintance made the point that the real issue in reporting, whether one is a professional or amateur journalist, is ethics. And he cited the case of Dan Rather. Well, fair enough. Nonetheless, I need to get better at this. I could also do with a fact checker. Anna Grammarian. Anna, well, I do have a spell checker. Anyway... Let's begin with Heroes fans Monique Ronan at the picket lines at Universal Studios. Okay, I'm at the picket lines in front of Universal City. What was going on today and what's your name? My name is Monique Darling and Ronan Darling. We're from Utah and we drove out for the Heroes. They were doing the Heroes picketing today. So a lot of the cast members and writers and everybody came out. And so we got to pick up with the cast and writers of one of our favorite shows. You drove all the way down here from Utah to be here today. Yes, we did. <laughs> Why? Uh, well, we love the show. It's Ronan's absolute favorite show. Every single week, Monday nights, 8 o'clock, we're there watching it. And we, we just love the show. And it was a chance in a lifetime to meet the cast and, and writers. How long did it take you to get down here? About seven hours. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And so what was your experience like? I obviously missed it. So what was it like? I know like? how to spell darling. How do you spell what? Darling. Our how last name. <laughs> spell it, please. D-A-R-L-I-N-G. And what's your name? Ronan Darling. Okay. Ronan Tyler Darling. Oh, very nice name. All right, so so what? Did you get to meet some of your heroes' favorites today? Like, who did you get to meet and what, what was it like? Uh, Claire's dad. Jack Coleman. <laughs> he got to meet Mossy, that plays hero. And, yeah. We had Kristen Bell, which is from Veronica Mars, which is one of our very, very favorite shows. And, <laughs> yeah, Dinah, that plays Maya. She, we got to meet her. And uh, just all, all of our favorites, Greg Grunberg, that we've watched since Felicity, and you know, he's on Lost, and just lots of good shows that we love. How did you find out about this? It, it was on the Fans for uh, fans for Writers Forum that we belong to. And we so, didn't get to watch yeah. We didn't get to see Peter. Uh, okay. Yeah, Milo wasn't here, but... 
Everybody else. <laughs> it was great. So you're on that website. Was again? I'm sorry. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> fans, fans for writers. Okay. And I'm not on that website. I don't know anything about it. Can you explain it to my audience? Yeah. It's uh, It was made by people that love Joss Whedon, like Whedon-esque, and so you know we support Joss a lot. But then they have all the other fandoms. You know, heroes. They have BSG, Battlestar Galactica, Lost. All of the different fandoms are covered there. And so you can just go there and find out what the news are on the strike and and how you can support your writers. So that brings me to my question. How can fans support the writers, even through the picket lines, or if they're too far away and can't even drive out to the to Hollywood, what can they do to support there's the writers? There's one. If you get on Fans for Writers and there's a click that you can click on and, and send pencils, that they're actually out delivering pencils right now. The fans have bought over 500,000 pencils to deliver to the studios, and so that's one way. It's like a dollar a box, and that's to show them, you know, the writers aren't going to write till they make a deal, but you can come and support them on the picket lines. You know, they have tons of different things. They, they were sending cranes in for heroes, so they just have every single fandom, whatever show you're supporting has something you can do to help them. What can advertisers do to support the writers, if at all? The advertisers need to stop paying the studios until the studios make a deal. You know, the more the more heat the studios feel, then the more they're going to want to make a deal. Wait, what did you just say? I try to make my own TV show. And where would you put it if you made your own TV show? Uh, all around the world, let everyone watch it. Yeah, but how would you get it so people could see it? I would. I would do it on the computer mostly. So you would produce your own television show and you would put it on the internet, right? Yeah. When I become, when I play as Super M and Mikey, my big brother plays as Master and my little brother, and my little brother is Everything Man and my dad is going to be Nightmare and my mom's favorite character is Cyrodite. So when are you going to release this show? Uh. As soon as I practice enough. I'm really looking forward to it. I think the internet is all about independent artists creating their own content. So I wish you much luck. Good luck. Okay, but I'm going to just pretend to punch and use the computer to actually do a punch. All right, keep at it. All right, so uh, let's just wrap this up. Any other things you want to say to fans and how they can support the writers? Just be there for your show, find out, uh, go to your show's websites, find out what you can do to help them because every, every little thing that you do really makes it big for them because, you know, they're, they're suffering everywhere from the cast, the actors, the writers, the, all the way down, you know, every, every part of the show, they're all suffering because they're out of work. How are you suffering? Are you, I mean... Our shows, we don't get to watch our shows. Who knows if we're ever going to know what, what happened on Battlestar Galactica. I mean, they, this was their last season, so we may never get to know if they found Earth. <laughs> Just Heroes itself. It was supposed to be, you know, 22 episodes, and so they had to cut it short, and so they ended up killing off one of our favorite characters, and so it, it's sad. What are you doing in the meantime? Are you watching or, or streaming, downloading on the Internet? I mean, how, what are your viewing habits now? That... Uh, well, we're, we're renting <laughs> from Hollywood video so we are Netflix too then we'll, we'll rent seasons like burn notice that we never watched or shows that we've never seen okay. well thank you so much and as we wrap this up that was Heroes fans Monique and Ronan at the picket lines at Universal Studios next up is Jeff Berman from United Hollywood let's listen 
Okay, I'm at the Picket Lines at Universal Studios with Jeff Berman, whom we talked to yesterday. And um, I'd like to get a, an update about what happened with your Pencils to Moguls, Media Moguls campaign that happened earlier today. Well, we, uh, we had a great day today. We had a big show out at Johnny Carson Park, right directly across from NBC. The press came out and covered it. We had ABC, we had NBC actually came out and covered it as well. The uh, AP Press was there. And we brought out all of the boxes that, have, that was delivered for uh, the pencils. We had approximately 150 boxes. We put them out on the sidewalk. Uh, when we had fans that actually came out that had bought pencils, they, they helped us unload the truck. And we started kind of a fire brigade line between these big laundry bins that we had and where the boxes were. So several of the showrunners, such as Carol Barbary from Jericho, Ed Baranero from Criminal Minds were there, in addition to Al Goff from Smallville. And our point people were uh, Ronald Moore from Battlestar Galactica and Joss Whedon. Do I really need to say where Joss Whedon is from? What he's done? And basically those guys stood by the bins. We handed the box down the line. They emptied them into the bins. We filled the bins up. There were signs on the bins from the fans. The signs were these big cardboard cutouts that actually said, uh, go back to the bargaining table, make a fair deal, we're all on the same page. We rolled them up to the, the studio gate, we brought them right up to the gate, and the guard refused to take us. We had this long procession of fans, they all followed behind us, we had Writers Guild members, and we went up to the gate, Ron presented them. What did he say? Well, Ron, Ron said, we have a delivery here for Jeff Zucker, <laughs> who's the president of NBC. And the guard, the guard at the gate said, I really can't accept these. And. Uh, uh, Ron said, would you like to call Jeff? Is there somebody you can call about it? And they said, no, we just don't want to take him. So they asked us to leave. So I actually went over and got on the, uh, the studio phone and called Jeff Zucker's office myself to let them know we had a delivery here. So they patched me through to his secretary and I called the secretary and I said, you know, we have a delivery out here, pencils from all of the fans. We've got the press out here. They're being turned away at the gate. I'm sure this doesn't look very good. Do you think maybe Jeff would like to say something or at least accept the pencils? She hung up on me. Oh, without a word. Okay. I had heard that the press was asked to leave the premises the while you were making that phone call. The press was, all of us were. We all walked up to the gate together. There must have been 150, 200 people there. We walked up to the gate to make the delivery. They asked us to leave. So everyone had to turn around and walk back. Then we brought them to Disney. We went through the same process. We walked up to the front gate. We were delivering them for, for Bob Iger over there. Same story. The guard said, we're not accepting pencils at this gate. So we said, great. Which gate can we deliver them to? He said, we're not accepting pencils at any gate. So we said, well, it's the same as anyone bringing up. We have a delivery for you. He said, we don't want that delivery. So we had to take the pencils back, load them up in the truck. So we brought them over to Universal. We were going to deliver them to Jeffrey Immelt. We, brought up to, we didn't even get past the guard at the gate. The police stopped us. Oh, no. Yeah, Burbank police are so much nicer. The city of Universal police out here wanted nothing to do with us. They turned us away. They said, they don't want them. And I said to them, well, I understand that. And I appreciate your opinion. But maybe I could talk to a guard who can actually talk to somebody up top and decide whether they want them or not because it is from all the fans. And the cops stopped me called. Sorry. The cops stopped me called and said, I've already talked to them. They don't want them. Go away. You are now officially trespassing. So? Were you on Universal property? Well, of course, we were on the, on the drive-in gate in order to bring the pencils up. Well, I mean, we had these bins, two bins, loaded with uh, probably at least 100,000 pencils between them, and we had to roll them up to the gate. What's the story? Why is LAPD acting like a bodyguard? Why are they? That's a good question. Why is LAPD acting like a bodyguard? They shouldn't be. The Burbank police understood. The Burbank police stood by. They watched us. They, they made sure that we weren't out in the street. They made sure we stayed orally, but they were willing to work with us. 
uh, LA police over here at Universal. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. They immediately ordered us to turn us around, turn around, or we would have been arrested. They have jurisdiction to do that? Apparently so. So what are you going to do with the pencils now? We're going to be donating them to charities. I have, uh, if you take a look on our website, we have four different charities that they'll be delivered to here in LA. Um, how do you feel about this particular campaign? Was it a success, a failure? How are you feeling about it? I think it was an enormous success. I mean, look at all the fans that participated. Look how many pencils were bought. And we're not done yet. We still have pencils that need to be delivered on the East Coast. So not only that, but I have more showrunners bringing in more celebrities as we go along. This morning I got a notice from the Smallville people that, um, and I'm going to massacre her last name, Laura... You know what, I'm not even going to try. The, the young lady that plays Supergirl on Smallville and Erica Durant, who plays Lois Lane, have now agreed to call fans, chosen at random, oh, wow. that, that buy pencils in their name. So the, contest, I mean, the campaign's not over yet. Okay. okay. Even though you were unable to deliver the pencils, what's your parting shot to all the producers and media moguls at the gate right here in front of Universal Studios? Yeah, it's not the producers, it's the AMPTP and the moguls. The parting shot is the same as it's always been. Come back to the table. They're the ones that are refusing to negotiate at this point. Everyone is upset. Everybody wants their TV season to go on. Nobody wants to see this interrupted. There's nothing we can do about it. As writers, we are dedicated to finding a way to end this strike as soon as possible. The AMPTP walked away from the table and made a statement. It's on their website that they are not coming back to the table until we take certain points out of the negotiation. Issues that are very difficult that we can't, but that doesn't mean we're not willing to negotiate with them. All they've got to do is come back to the table. That's my statement. And my, my, my favorite story out of this thing so far is how AMPTP failed to protect the domain name AMPTP.com. Oh, you've seen that? Oh, my God. Whoever did that, and I'm wondering if you're behind it at all, that is such a geeky thing to do. It was I beautiful. I am personally not behind it, but it's one of the most brilliant sites I've ever seen. Yes, well done, well done. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have been listening to the Writer's Strike Chronicles podcast. For more information, visit our blog at wgastrike2007.blogspot.com. 